This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. The Sports Yak Podcast is powered by Notre Dame Athletics. Experience the excitement of cheering the Fighting Irish onward to victory. Tickets for Notre Dame Athletic events are available at und.com slash buy tickets. Also by Pyramid Equipment. Be prepared this winter season by checking the condition of your snow removal equipment. Pyramid Equipment is a locally owned business in Rolling Prairie, Indiana that sells, services, and installs residential and commercial grade snow plows, parts, and salt spreaders. Pyramid Equipment is your trusted dealer of Meyer and Snow Dog products. Old man winners ready. Are you? Service discount for military, fire, and police available. Call 800-833-2591 or find them on the web at pyramidequipmentinc.com. First of all, what kind of mythical powers does a sun devil have? We've got to consider that. I'm going to say the wildcat's out. Uh, the Trojan, is he? does he have a horse or is he on foot? Does he have a bow and arrow or just his sword? The Bruin, definitely formidable. Another bear up there at Cal. Uh, the tree, I imagine that tree's going to get chopped down. The duck might lose interest and just fly away and get out of there, which may be good advice under the circumstances. Uh, the husky, no chance. The beaver, well, we'll see how long that beaver can hold his breath. Um... The cougar will find a way. Uh, clear-minded and crafty, a combination of stay out of harm's way and and uh, <clears throat> and attack when you get your uh, your chances or your openings. From South Bend, Indiana, you know what it's at. I don't. It's Sports Yak with Corey Mann and Chuck Freebie. I'm the booth announcer, Jim Shorts. Well, look what we have here. Episode 141. People, let me tell you about Bo Jackson. Hey, Nelly. Bo Jackson hit 141 career home runs in his baseball career and, of course, had a terrific NFL career, both of them shortened up by his hip injuries. But, man, what an incredible athlete so you remember seeing him play yes oh yeah what was most impressive just the physical speed and power hmm. uh 
and then some of the throws he was able to make from the outfield. I, I remember seeing him uh, once just kind of climb the wall of Spider-Man to haul in a fly ball uh, when he was playing for Kansas City, uh, gun a guy down from 300 feet away from home plate, uh, hit prodigious home runs, and then in the NFL the ability to just to just truck people, to to run them over and run away from them at the same time. I mean, rare combination of speed and power. Pardon the ignorance. I have to say that before every episode. See one of those first guys that did multiple sports? Not one of the first, but one of the more prolific in terms of what he was able to accomplish in both sports. Okay. All right. Uh, just a few quick uh, headlines, and then we'll jump into the uh, the gist of what we want to talk about today. Uh, River Valley up in Michigan, no more football for you. Uh, they decided to cancel their football season. Uh, small schools like River Valley, and, and we had Phil McDonald on last week talking about the, the surge of eight-man football, and, and maybe that's the direction River Valley should have gone. Uh, they started the year with 18 people on the roster. They're, they're not alone in that. Cassopolis has 18 people on the roster, and they're ranked in the top 10 of their class. Uh, but River Valley started with 18. They had some injuries. They had some guys walk off the team, and basically they canceled the season. They're hoping to be able to put together a JV team uh, so that they can celebrate their homecoming. Football is a sport that requires a great deal of sacrifice and a great deal of discipline and a great deal of time spent on the field. And I don't mean to take away from other sports because there are other sports that require those things as well. But in football, lots of times you are on the team and your role on the team is not necessarily to play but to help make the other players better. Now, when you got 18, <laughs> your role is to play. Yeah. Um, and I, I just find that young people today don't seem to want to make as much of an investment in, in the time that it takes to be successful at something. Um, that's a blanket statement. Obviously, that's not true for everybody, and there are a lot of young people who do make sacrifice and investment, but it only takes a couple to kind of be cancerous to a team, hmm. and I don't know what the atmosphere is up in River Valley. I haven't been up in Three Oaks to, to see any of the practices or the games or anything like that, but I can just tell you from experience, if you've got the wrong leaders or the wrong type of leaders, and this goes for coaches and or players, it's not going to work, and it didn't work up there for whatever reason. My son's going to try out for basketball for the first time in seventh grade, and we had a pretty lengthy discussion last night about, you know, you make it, you might not make it, but the thing is you have to have the right attitude. I said, the big picture, son, these are people that are looking at, you know, are you going to make it into high school and be a part of this team your junior and senior year, right. you start learning their way of playing Penn basketball starting October, whenever the tryout is. And whether, like, exactly like you just said, whether you're sitting on the bench and making the other players better in practice or you get a chance to play, it all plays into this 
grand poobah in high school. And uh, it's all about attitude. Attitude is a huge factor of it. And and work ethic. Um, it It's no secret why teams, the teams that are successful year in and year out are successful the way they are. And, and you'll see you see it time and again where there's a, a coaching change or a leadership change and all of a sudden things turn around for a team. Well, it you know, a lot of it has to do with the ability to motivate, the ability to get kids out, and the attitude. I have an NFL question. Okay. Eli Manning. Mm-hmm. He's going to sit down. Right. New quarterback's going to step in. Is that a pretty big writing on the wall, you know, wow, it might be time? There are a lot of people who thought Eli's time has come and gone a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and the Giants just didn't have the personnel to to make that happen. Uh, the Giants have readily identified they want to go with Daniel Jones. He is now the starting quarterback for the New York Giants. That announcement made yesterday, and it that would give you the indications that Eli Manning's time in the NFL is rapidly coming to an end. Think that'll happen before the season ends or after? No, after. I I don't think he is the kind of person that will quit on a team midseason. Plus, I mean, we've already seen it in the league this year with the amount of injuries to quarterbacks. He's one play away from going back in. Going back in. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Would he go anywhere else because of the big injuries uh, on other teams? Uh, n- well, that would require the Giants to trade him, and I don't think the Giants are going to trade him. Mm-hmm. And it would require a team to be willing to take on his salary, and he's getting paid a lot of money to be a backup quarterback. Okay. Let's head into baseball. Chicago Cubs. The Cubs uh, take one on the chin last night by the count of 4-2 to two. Kyle Schwarber. Swung a pretty good bat, and he was about the only one. Sonny Gray from Cincinnati stifled the Cub bats. Cubs have had all kinds of problems with the Reds this year, and if they don't make the playoffs, uh, you can look particularly to the 19 games that they'll have played with the Cincinnati Reds this year as one of the reasons why the Reds have actually won the season series. And so Chicago wakes up this morning. They're only two games behind St. Louis for the National League Central lead, but they are tied with Milwaukee for the final wild card spot. And as you look at the schedules of those three teams heading down the stretch, the Cubs and Cardinals play each other seven times in the last ten games. So the winner of that seven-game series likely makes the playoffs. But here's the thing. The Brewers, the last five teams on the Brewers' schedule are five of the worst teams in the National League. Hmm. None of them are playoff contenders. And so it's very viable that the Brewers go past both the Cubs and the Cardinals to win the division and that the Cubs and the Cardinals are actually fighting for a wild-card spot here. I saw that Gary Pressey stepped down. Uh, le- like maybe over the weekend? Well, he announced he's stepping down. He's still playing. Is he? Yeah. Oh, I thought he was done done. No, 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 no. Okay. He's going to finish out the season. Okay. So he, by the way, for those who don't know, Gary Pressey is the Cubs organist. He's been the Cubs organist for 33 years. Um, Very good at what he does. You know, if you think about it, Chicago has two of the most renowned organists in sports. 
Uh, the White Sox and Blackhawks for years had a woman named Nancy Faust who, uh, partially because of Harry Carey saying when he was the White Sox announcer, calling her out by name when he was singing the seventh inning stretch, and, and it's the same reason that people know who Gary Pressy is, you know, because everybody who sings the stretch says, okay, Gary, a one, you know, kind of gives him a verbal cue so people know who Gary Pressy is too. I saw a great video of a 92-year-old that went to his first Cubs game. Did you happen to see that? No. His neighborhood kind of rallied behind him, and they went together as a big community, went to his first game, had a great time. It was, it was fun to watch. Okay. Fun little video. Uh, White Sox. Well, the White Sox, <laughs> this is the kind of year it's been for Ricky Renteria's team. The White Sox pound out 20 hits last night, and wow. they still lose to Minnesota by a count of 9-8 to eight in 12 innings. Now, Minnesota's a bit of a charm team, and, and the Twins are going to make the playoffs. They're going to win the American League Central. But there's no excuse for getting 20 hits and losing the baseball game. And the fact that the White Sox only had eight runs with those 20 hits kind of shows you the, the dwindling power that they've had on the south side this year. They wake up this morning 28 and a half games behind the Twins. They've lost four straight. You know, they keep talking about how, well, things are going to be better next year. Next year, this group's going to be a year older, and they're going to be better. I hope that's the case for White Sox fans. But, man, it they're a tough watch. They're a tough watch right now. Not as tough as the Tigers, by the way, who have won 45 games this year. 45. That's it. That's all. You play 162 in a season. They've got 10 left, I believe. 45 wins. Abhorrent ball club. They lost 7-2 to Cleveland last night. Helping Cleveland in its wildcard dreams. Uh, Cleveland a half game behind Tampa Bay for the last wildcard spot. I like that you keep your eye on former uh, Irish players that are doing... uh doing good stuff in the majors well you know when you covered a team for 10 years you kind of develop some relationships with them you develop some relationships with the family i got a text last night from trey mancini's uncle because he was so excited that trey hit his fourth home run is in five days last night for baltimore uh talk about wretched teams the orioles have been awful but as i wrote back to uncle denny i said you know trey has been the true meaning of a professional because he's on this wretched team and yet he continues to play hard night after night go out there and and give it his best shot he's got 34 homers this year which is a pretty good season we know the ball is juiced but still uh 34 homers is a good season and trey and baltimore were playing toronto last night well toronto's got a rookie from notre dame by the name of Kevin biggio his dad, Craig, is in the Baseball Hall of Fame. And Kevin and Craig became the second father-son combination to hit for the cycle last night as Kevin had a homer, a triple, a double, and a single in Toronto's 8-5 win at Baltimore. So it was nice to see uh, two of those Notre Dame baseball alums on the same field last night and both of them enjoying success for their respective teams. Any truth to the rumor that your Bob Seeger cover band called Trey Mancini's Uncle is playing somewhere this weekend? Uh, no, no. Although, if it were a Bob Seeger cover band, I know you would be there because you're such a Seeger groupie. With my shirt that says simply TMU. 
Trey Mancini's uncle. Ah. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the prep scene. Well, where do you want to start? Mm, you did some you did some traveling last night, right? Yeah, I went over to Jimtown last night. Uh, head coach Mike Campbell celebrating his 43rd birthday last night by nice. by punting the ball a lot. Um, you know, his son Clay is the punter on the Jimtown team, but Clay is also the uh, quarterback and the safety. So during practice, sometimes he needs to be other places and can't just constantly punt to the punt returners. So Clay had done some punting, had to go to another area. So Mike, 43 years old, out there booming punts to the punt returners. And I have to admit, I looked on with admiration because I thought there's there's no way, first of all, I could punt a football as far as he's punting it right now. And secondly, as many kicks as he did, I mean, this guy must have boomed out 25 to 30 punts to the punt returners so that they could work on catching the ball and, and doing their thing. And I'm sitting there thinking, man, my hammies would have been just <laughs> screaming at me. Uh, but here he is sprinting on and off the field, uh, just you know, clearly doing what he enjoys doing. And and this is a guy that loves Jimtown. He played for Jimtown. He was a captain for Jimtown and uh, really has a heart for that school. I live here. I'm from here. I love the community. You know, my kids go to school here. My wife is a teacher here. You know, it's kind of like that's the M.O. If you're a Jimtown person, a lot of our staff are Jimtown grads. It's a great place to, to raise kids. You can do a multiple uh, different activities, including sports and other things, arts, and, and it's still okay, and it's still encouraged, you know. Um, I think sharing kids is, is a lost art in a lot of places. And if we ever lose that, um, then we're going to be in trouble. We're just going to be just like everybody else. But I think this is a special place where you can raise a kid, get a good education, and, and they can do a lot of different things. I live here. I'm from here. I love the community. What's interesting about this matchup that we have Friday night on 46 between number 4 Marion and Jimtown is that Marion's coach is very similar to Mike Campbell. Mike Davidson is the Marion head coach. He, too, was a defensive player. He, too, uh, is coaching his alma mater. He, too, was a captain of the football team. So both of them have very strong ties to their teams. Both of them have really built their teams based on defense. Uh, You take a look at the Jimtown defense. They've got nine of the 11 starters are seniors, so the very experienced defense. Marion's defense has been terrific this year, Corey. First of all, they're only giving up about five points a game on average. Secondly, Marion's defense has actually scored more touchdowns itself than it has given up. They've scored five. They've given up four. One reason is a young man by the name of Michael Schnipple, who is one of their safeties. He has four interceptions on the year. That leads the state of Indiana. And I believe two of those are pick sixes. So, He's having a great year. That defense is very aggressive. They fly to the football. They make a lot of things happen. And, and Jimtown knows it's got its hands full at Bill Sharp Stadium on Friday night if they want to pry the NIC South Championship away from the Marion Knights. So that, that'll be an interesting matchup. Uh, another nugget that I uncovered in research yesterday uh, as I was looking at these two teams, Jimtown and Marion, very similar programs in terms of the success rate that they've had. So currently, 
Uh, Jimtown has just a slightly better winning percentage over the last 10 years than Marion does. But if Marion beats Jimtown on Friday night, that will flip, and Marion will actually have a better winning percentage. That's how closely aligned they are in terms of their success. The team that's had the most wins in the area over the last 10 years, would you like to take a stab at it? No idea. Penn. Penn will go for its 100th win of the decade when it takes the field against Adams on Friday night. The team with the best winning percentage in our overall area over the last 10 years. Central? Edwardsburg. Oh. Edwardsburg is 96-14 and 14 over the last 10 years. Man, oh, man. They got a kid, by the way, by the name of Josh Preeb who's going to Northwestern next year. He's a guard. We focused on him in our game that we did when we did the Edwardsburg-Dowajak game. And uh, earlier this week on social media, we ran some commentary from head coach Kevin Bartz and Josh Preeb about what made Josh Preeb so attractive to Northwestern. You're going to find lots of big kids out there, you know, but Josh, it's his quickness that, that kind of separates him. You know, when they watched him on film, uh, they're watching his foot speed. They're watching how he finishes blocks. You know, when you watch him a game, he's going to lock on. He's going to finish the kid all the way to the ground. Uh, you know, all the different universities that came through, camps he went to, you know, he's 280 pounds right now. But if you look at him and what they see is they're like he can play at 315 and, and his mobility that he has, you know. They like him at that left tackle spot because of the uh, the length that he has and because of his quickness. Nobody asks you because they're a bad school. They just are curious, why Northwestern? Um, you know, I think it was really, for me, the, the relationship aspect of it, you know, and the family feel with uh, Coach Fitz there. And obviously Coach Anderson, the new O-line coach that came in this year, uh, he just connect. I just connected with him really well and love the way he teaches and coaches, and I feel like that was just the best fit for me academically and athletically. You're going to find that young man plays both sides of the ball, correct? Yes, he plays offense and defense and plays them both very well. And unlike some guys that play both sides of the ball, he does not take a play off. No, he does he not. He really goes after it on each and every play. So uh, those are some notes uh, from the high school scene. Of course, we'll we'll go through and we'll pick games on Friday. Here's the other big game I think to keep an eye on this week, Corey. It is New Prairie and Mishawaka. The coaches' poll has New Prairie ranked number one. The AP poll has them at number three. That's in Class 4A. Mishawaka is in Class 5A, very competitive class, and the Cavemen are ranked number seven. Both of these teams like to run option football. You better get to Steel Stadium on time because this game may be done in an hour and a half. Uh, They're both going to run the football. New Prairie, by the way, has the state's fourth leading rusher, their quarterback, Chase Ketterer, who's also pretty dangerous throwing the football. I, if I had to pick this game, and I will on Friday, well, I don't want to ruin it right now. We'll we'll save it for Friday. Uh, but Chase Ketterer may be a, a deciding factor in which way I go in that game. Okay. How many students at uh, New Prairie? Uh, I'm going to say roughly 900 to 1,000. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't have... Sorry, I don't have the enrollment figures right off the top of my head. Well, you had every other figure, so yeah, I know. Chuck Freebie stars in a beautiful mind, mm-hmm. too. <laughs> yeah. You uh, don't want to go in there. A thousand, it says. 
I Googled it real quick. Okay. And, of course, the big matchup that everybody's talking about this weekend in college football is Notre Dame at Georgia. The Irish are 13-and-a-half-point underdogs going down into Athens to take on the Bulldogs. Now, you're going to recognize the Georgia quarterback, Jake from State Fromm. Uh, he was the quarterback when the Bulldogs came up here and played at Notre Dame a couple of years ago and got that narrow win over the Irish. Just a, a very smart, very efficient quarterback. Doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Notre Dame's going to have to find ways to force him into making mistakes on Saturday if they're going to win this football game because the Bulldogs can run the football. They've got a very talented offensive line. They've got a running back uh, by the name of DeAndre Swift who may be meriting some Heisman consideration. I don't think he's going to win it, but I think uh, he's the kind of running back that can that can get your attention. Uh, they've got some young but dangerous receivers, a uh, freshman by the name of George Pickens, a junior by the name of Demetrius Robert, Robertson. I think Notre Dame's going to be able to score some points on Georgia. I don't think Georgia's defense is as good as the one that played here a couple of years ago, but their offense is so much better. I just don't know if the Irish can keep up with them. Pete Sampson's the Irish beat writer for The Athletic, and he tweeted last night, I can report that the Irish will totally be prepared if a Guns N' Roses concert breaks out in Stanford, Sanford Stadium on Saturday night. Must be working on volume. Yeah. They're, they're trying to work on crowd noise, and they're trying to work on what it's like to play in a road atmosphere. Remember, uh, many of the players on this Notre Dame team, sophomores or juniors, and if they're juniors, they probably didn't go with the travel squad a couple of years ago. Uh, this will be the biggest game that they've played in. Mm. And so how will they be able to handle the atmosphere? That's what Brian Kelly is trying to do. You know, Brian Kelly in his press conference on Monday talked about preparation. And he said this this team's ability to prepare will be the difference in how they play on Saturday night. So he's kind of taking the onus all on him. Now, I realize he could turn around and say, well, we had a great game plan, but the players didn't prepare. But that that didn't sound like what he was saying. It sounded like he was putting the onus on him that – for this team to play well on Saturday night, he's got to do his job of preparing them for what they're about to encounter. Friday will probably be longer because we'll have a lot of college football to talk about. Until next time, Yak fans. Ooga-looga, Heine Manoush. You've been listening to Sports Yak, brought to you by Notre Dame Athletics. Experience the excitement of cheering the Fighting Irish onward to victory. Tickets for Notre Dame Athletic Events available at und.com slash buy tickets. And buy Pyramid Equipment. Think Pyramid Equipment for your snowplow needs, sales, services, and installations of residential and commercial grade snowplows, parts, and salt spreaders. Pyramid offers military, police, and firemen's discounts. Find us pyramidequipmentinc.com. This is the story of the one. 
As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.